Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Todd. And I'm Obert. And uh, I have some, some interesting news that might concern you guys and our Instagram account. Are we blocked for being too provocative again? No. Unfortunately, oh, okay. I mean... Too, too many awesome pictures of beer? Yeah. Fortunately, we, we avoided those censors again. I don't know how. I have no idea. Especially since we do hashtag... Uh, explicit X-rated porno for every single one of our posts, but right, yeah. Hashtag XXX, and then it's just more X's <laughs> after that. Yeah, we always have to rebut and say, no, we're just huge Vin Diesel fans, right? So. Well, it seems it worked so far, and and get us on our way to over two thousand followers now. Yeah, I know it's crazy. Woo! We actually just hit it, so that's a lot of people. So thank you, everybody. But anyways, what what's what is changing? Well, we have. Uh, we have some interesting news here, and it seems like Instagram, I don't know if you guys have heard this or not, but Instagram's going to get rid of showing likes. Yeah, I did hear that. It's a, it's a little weird. Um, I'm not quite sure what it's going to do to Instagram and to you know, the entire business model of Instagram, but I, it's kind of weird. Well, so it seems like it's like a test program right now. They're doing it in a couple of countries, and starting this week in the U.S., certain accounts are going to be targeted to not show likes. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, I guess the reason behind it is because social media is ruining teenagers' lives or something along those lines. Okay. That, that seems about right. That tracks. Yeah. Are they going to get rid of followers too then? Because I would imagine that followers will become the new likes for, for teenagers. So, so here's the quote from, from the, uh, the head of Instagram here. He says, it's about young people. The idea is to, quote, to try to depressurize Instagram, make it less of a competition and give people more space to focus on connecting with people that they love things that inspire them so yeah this is uh like i said this is a pilot program and it comes after months of testing it in other countries interesting it's hmm. really yeah. weird yeah so we'll see how it affects our instagram because you know we always get tons of likes on all yeah, of our posts I know. probably like the most likes out of everybody you know not to make it a competition but i we think win. it's like kylie jenner's here and we're <laughs> also here <laughs> yeah everybody we're right we're right up there with the best of them but that's interesting um is she the most popular person does she get the most likes on instagram i don't know i don't know we gotta start selling lip kits though i think that's where all the money's at we gotta quit this (laughs) podcasting business get into the lip kit game uh we could do like hop beer bomb or something like that we're getting there sure i don't know yeah well speaking of of wet lips i've been licking my lips over here <laughs> <laughs> looking at my beer it's a, it's a weird the, transition but it? i'll allow it <laughs> all right, all right. Um, we're gonna so, take that again todd you make the transition i don't have a transition all right that's what i thought so. <laughs> uh, all right so obert why don't you wet your lips with? <laughs> they're so they're so dry and cracked. I just need some some beer to some some official D A W F beer product to, <laughs> yeah. to wet your lips. Yeah, we're still working on the name there. D A W F wet lip beer beer stuff. We'll make your lips so wet. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyways. All right. What so are you this week, tonight? this week I have a beer from the flying fish brewery um i have their xpa stands for extra pale ale it's a citra pale ale and i got a i got a few of these from the brewery sent my way from my beer of the month club and um actually interestingly enough 
this brewery is in my sister's hometown. And I've been, I visited this brewery before. And it's a cool place. Do they have flying fish there? No. But interesting you ask where the name comes from. Apparently, it comes from a constellation in the Southern Hemisphere, which, you know, I've never seen before. But the constellation represents exploration and adventure. So that's where the name flying fish comes from. I'm a little upset that it's not actually named after a fish that flies. Well, maybe the constellation is. Mm. That would make you happier. No. I believe that. <laughs> no, I want to live in a world where fish fly. Okay. I mean, there are flying fish. There are those, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so you do live in that world. <laughs> now are you perfect. happier? <laughs> it's exactly where you want to be. Then perfect. I'm, I'm, I've, I've mission accomplished. <laughs> yeah, so, this, so as I dig in here, this, this has got some Warrior, Palisade, Citra, Eldorado hops, 27 IBUs, 5.2 ABV. Um, like oh. it's a it's a filtered pale ale. Mm. This is one of their first beers. I think it's actually this is their first beer, and they were founded in 1996. So it's going to be more of a classic pale ale style. But um, all that being said, here goes here goes wet lip and lip wet in time. <laughs> it's like a really bad Power Ranger. <laughs> yeah, it's lip wet in time. Go go lip wet in time. <laughs> I, I well i gotta say it's really strong citrus aromas i get like a lot of lemony scent here is it extra pale i guess i would say so it's not an ipa but it's definitely very filtered which i think they're talking more about the color than the hoppiness but i'm not sure but it does have a, it does pack a pretty potent hop punch for not being an ipa um it's a little sweet it, it reminds me of the sweetness of like a sierra nevada pale ale which we've talked on the show before I'm a huge fan of. I'd say this would be a good beer to have, you know, after dinner or even with dinner, like maybe uh, if you're cooking up a non-flying fish, this would be a good beer to pair with it for sure. <laughs> but but it wouldn't pair very well with a real flying fish. That I'm not sure. I'd have to, I think a flying fish might call for more of an IPA. <laughs> so, uh, Ober, I'm trying to look this up on untapped. Is this... Just the regular extra pale ale, or is this the ex- or is this the XPA Citra Pale Ale by Flying Fish? Oh, this is the Citra Pale Ale. I didn't realize there was different XPAs out there, but this does say Citra Pale Ale on the label, and I definitely get stronger Citra aroma than most of those other hops I mentioned. So this might be a variant on their XPA. Let me take a closer look at the bottle here. It says, this updated version is Citra Hop Forward and begins a new chapter for XPA. So there we go. Good catch. Hmm. So I assume you have it uh, loaded up there on Untapped. Um, I'm going to give this beer. Um, this is a three and a half for me. It's like middle of the road pale ale. You know, if I went, this is what I think of when I think of a flagship pale ale for a brewery. It's like you go in. This is going to be one of their always on. You know, go to not not very complex, just a regular beer. So, well, because I like pale ales, that's why it gets a three and a half. Nice. And I'm going to guess the untapped average clocks in at like 3.4. You would be wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is, like a, that is kind of a low guess. Yeah, maybe 3.6 because usually the averages are higher. Still yeah. wrong, but closer. All right, what is uh, it? 3.64. Okay. Yeah, so that, the, that the makes little, more sense. The little note that the brewery left here is that the, the extra pale ale, or simply known as XPA, was their original beer. And this extra Citra Pale Ale is the updated version of that 
original beer with a little bit more citrus forward flavor. Hmm. But yeah, apparently this is their like their their like flagship beer. Yeah, that's basically what I was reading off the label a few minutes ago. I think you might have been looking it up when I was reading that. But uh, yeah, it's like their 2.0 version. Nice. So pretty tasty. I enjoy it. And um, now that I've I've wetted my lips, whose <laughs> lips are next driest over there? I guess my lips are now the driest of the bunch. So yeah. I guess I'll, I'll <laughs> it go. It does got very luscious, full, just juicy <laughs> lips a, over yeah. there. I already was a subscriber to Kylie Jenner, so. <laughs> oh, you know. yeah. okay. All right. Okay. Well, we're going to dethrone her one day. But, uh, so I have a, and I don't know what I was thinking because I like went into my fridge and I was like, oh, this looks good. Um, but I have a Beer Geek Brunch from McKellar Brewing out of San Diego. Hmm. So, oh, cool. Yeah. Going to different coasts. I think it's funny that Obert lives on like the West-ish coast and you live on the East Coast and Obert's drinking a East Coast beer and you're drinking a West Coast beer. Yeah, that's that is true. We actually planned that on purpose. So you're supposed to have a That's why well, you have the South American beer, right? right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't get the memo. That's not my fault. We sent it an email. But so Who checks who checks emails anymore? <laughs> we do. That's right. Don't forget to email us at dawfpodcast at gmail.com. Right. But we have a, a service that prints them out and like mails them to us. That's why you have By all those owl. letters. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you have all those letters in your house. That's no, true. That's very true. That's very true. So I guess we don't really check email. We just, you know, read the mail. We have this this fancy system where the email gets printed out and someone calls a phone number and then there's this fancy machine that, that prints it out in Chris's house. <laughs> I see. I figured that Chris just sat there and sang the mail song with CJ every day. Yeah, he just gets those faxes in and just spitting out all over the floor. Right. So this is a imperial stout brewed with coffee. So you know, perfect for a late night recording session. Mm. Yeah. What's that can look like? Uh, it's pretty cool. It's got this uh this it's black this guy uh holding a little kitty petting the kitty <laughs> he's wearing like a giraffe print shirt yeah so it's like a cartoon drawing yeah it looks like it it looks like there's like cheetos print, like brown cheetos printed on it does kind of look shirt. like that they're very they're cheeto shaped so um but yeah so he's he's uh petting a little kitty there just from the smell so i can smell it being a little boozy because it is 10.9 percent alcohol Woo. Yeah, I know. That's why I was like, I don't know what I'm doing right now, but my life is a mess. <laughs> and your weekend the right way. That's right. With a brunch. But the head dissipated pretty quickly. Um, no, I was expecting like a nice frothy head on the top, but um, it was there and then kind of went away. So, um, But let's see. Let's see how it is. It's very, very, very dark. I mean, this is negative of some million SRM super dark but yeah and one question before you jump in here yeah chris did you get this in a beer trade with anybody or did you buy this oh no 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 i got this from uh the craft beer seller in hickory north carolina um that's a and true or false you bought this specifically because there was a kitty on the can actually false i didn't even <laughs> notice there was a kitty until i, I was looking at it right now uh, I, I don't believe this in the yeah in the least. <laughs> No, I was I was going through, and for some reason, I mean, it's it's cold here now, so it's like stouts are starting to stouts are starting to sound better. So I'm like, oh man, need to stock up on some stouts. So um, got some got some good stuff in the fridge. Uh, but yeah, if you're ever in the area, uh, Craft Beer Cellar in Hickory is awesome. They have a great selection. They actually had night shift, which I didn't expect. I've never seen down south before. So nice. That's pretty cool. 
All right. All now, right. sorry to interrupt here. I'll let you dig right yeah, in. Yeah, I know. My chapped lips, poor chapped lips. <laughs> oh, it's so dry. <laughs> it's like SpongeBob in that one episode. <laughs> um, and I know we've talked about it on the show. Chris has mentioned it before, but I think it's cellar with an S-E-L-L. It's like, and not cellar, like basement. Uh, that's an interesting one. Wait, no. He's saying it's the other way around. It is cellar, like yeah, the basement. It is It is cellar, like basement. C-E-L-L-A-R. Isn't that the name of the place that's also in Vermont? I'm sure there's a million beer cellars. <laughs> uh, so this is very, very good. Um, very smooth and like silky taste. The coffee is subtle right now. Now, it did just come out of the fridge maybe 10, 15 minutes ago, so it might warm up a little bit. Uh, you do get punched a little bit with the 10.9% alcohol, but it's not overpowering. Um, and it, it's like kind of towards the back end. But I mean, really, really smooth beer for being as as alcoholic as it is um i mean it's there's nothing really like it's 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 an american imperial stout but it kind it kind of reminds me is of like a russian imperial stout where you just get like i don't know it's just a, a strong strong stout and they're very good i like them a lot but um hold on try to see if i can get this coffee real quick so update craft beer cellar is appears to be a chain where they have different locations in different states Oh, so is the same one as That's what, Chris's craft beer cellar? I'm working on this. All right, right. you figure that out while Chris tells us how how the adjustment taste was. <laughs> uh, it it's very good. Um, I did get a li- like like I said the the coffee is is very very it's not overpowering it's very light um but it's uh you know relatively sweet up front and you get some of that nice coffee goodness and then f- finishes with like a slight kick at the end with the alcohol so it's a it's a nice it's a good beer uh i'd never had mckellar before i've seen them a handful of times on shelves so i saw it and i was like ah you know imperial stout coffee sounded good so it is good i'm gonna give it a i'm gonna give it a four okay uh i could probably if i would give it a 4.1 if i had if i was a supporter on untapped right (laughs) Because it is good, and it might get better as it warms up a little bit more, as it's still like it's not cold, but it's you know could get a little warmer. So it's still got that fresh out of the fridge temperature, mm, not yeah. quite warmed up there. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe maybe more to come later on. Yeah. Um. So what's your guess for the untapped rating here? Four point two one. Very close. Now this is where I look it up. <laughs> Very close. <laughs> it's exact. So while you look it up. Yes, this is the same brand that Craft Beer Cellars in Waterbury, Vermont is the same brand as as what's in Hickory, North Carolina. They also have locations in New York, New Hampshire, Missouri, Mississippi, Michigan. 4.24, ah, actually. damn. Very close. <laughs> oh, so close. Yeah. Uh, we'll get it one of these days. And I didn't know McKellar was out of uh, Copenhagen. That's interesting. Well, I think they're originally based there, but then they opened a brewery in San Diego, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Because well, I, I think I saw them both but yeah i believe because this one was out of san diego but i think they're originally from copenhagen so oh interesting yeah pretty cool um but yeah so good beer that's very interesting i mean in that case go to your local craft beer cellar and and buy and buy beer because they're pretty cool so so here's the thing i just learned you can actually craft beer cellar they're not they're they're independently owned they're franchises so everybody who owns one of these is a franchisee oh we can actually open up one ourselves oh no way 
because I tell you what, Whitefish needs a craft beer seller. <laughs> yeah, the, so the cost will vary between state, but typically between seventy-five thousand and one hundred fifty thousand dollars is what it takes, uh, which includes the initial franchise fee. Question: You guys have any spare cash laying around that I might be able to borrow? I think I have three bucks. You can get a small business loan. All right. All right. I got three dollars from Chris. That's a good start. <laughs> Todd, what do you got? What do you got in your pocket, like right now? Uh, one penny. The three hundred one. Okay, we're getting there. We're on our way. Hey, head over to Patreon and uh, subscribe to the craft beer seller tier. Yeah. Right. <laughs> a smooth seventy-five thousand dollars. I'll even drink two chiladas. <laughs> so what is what is Mont um, MT? So. Their, their markets of interest in Montana, they're looking for franchisers in Billings, Bozeman, and Great Falls. Well, I'm not in any of those places, but it's good <laughs> to know. Oh, man. And for, and for North Carolina, they're looking for Asheville, Chapel Hill, Charlotte, Durham, Greensboro, Winston-Salem, and Wilmington. I live near Charlotte, so I might be able to get something done. And in Connecticut, it's basically they listed the entire state. <laughs> <laughs> hey, craft beer seller, right in. Yeah. Wanna... Uh, listen, this is a good business hmm. opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe, maybe this is what I'll be doing in a couple of years. There you go. There we go. So, um, you guys want to move to some place that needs a craft beer cellar and open it together, like Charlotte? Yeah. Or like, or like, or like Austin, like Great Falls. No, don't <laughs> Great Falls. Uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, anyways, all right, Mister Dry Lips over there. No, he's he's. I don't know. What are you gonna do? Your your lips oh. are so moisturized already. Yeah, I'm I'm luscious lips already. <laughs> little, luscious little lips LL too. over here. Uh, what do you got? So this week, I kind of hinted at it last week, but I brought a pumpkin beer to the podcast. Oh, you did! You did give us the little sneak peek. Yeah. Yep. After, <laughs> leaving us with that dramatic cliffhanger. <laughs> so, so to end the cliff, cliffhanger. So, if last week was the to be continued episode, this is the continued episode. I am drinking a beer by Firefly Hollow Brewing Company out of. Waterbury, Connecticut. Nice. I like them. No, good Bristol, stuff. Connecticut. Sorry. I like Got them the too. Wrong city. <laughs> um, this is their pumpkin spice creamer. It's an ale brewed with vanilla bean, pumpkin spice, and lactose. Mm, if you nice. see the can, it's got two little cows on it that are kind of, they're like Siamese cows. Yeah, it's like cow cow instead of cat dog. There you go. <laughs> um, it's 5.8 ABV, and that's all the can says about it. It says pumpkin spice is all spice, cinnamon, nutmeg. Mace, clove, and ginger. Hmm. How do you spell mace? M A C E. Yep. I don't I know if you should the drink same that. stuff they spray in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it gives it, it that seems little very tingly similar, bite to it. He opens the can. <laughs> ah, ah. So this is, as you can see, it's a very clear beer. Mm, um, yeah, it's very filtered. Clear but dark. dark yeah. darker. But it looks like no carbonation either. Right. Well, the lactose, I, I assume, will cut down on that a little bit. Yeah, the head dissipated really fast when I poured it. It sounds like it's going to be like one of them like coffee mate pumpkin spice creamers that you would put in like a coffee. You know, it kind of tastes like that. <laughs> it's it's my Chris it's Cleo. Really moment. good. <laughs> this is this Ooh, is it's got it's a nice really good. To it's, that. <laughs> yeah, it's got a nice little um after I guess after spice to it where like I guess the mace comes through. <laughs> <laughs> the That's the mace. <laughs> um, because it's got a little bit of spice to it, so I'm wondering if mace. Has something to do with like a peppery flavor? To to preempt the emails, I gotta Google this. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so there's something that has a little bit of spice at the end of it, but 
overall, it's a very smooth beer. Um, the lactose is kind of subdued. You can tell it's a little milky, but it's not overly milkish. Okay. This is definitely one of the better pumpkin beers I've had this year. Uh, apparently, Firefly Hollow is doing a whole creamer series where they have like peach creamers and strawberry creamers and other uh, flavors like that. But for for the fall, they wanted to do a a seasonal beer, and they did this pumpkin one. Mm. Mm. Overall, sounds tasty. Yeah, did you figure out anything about mace? Yeah, mace is the spice made from the reddish seed covering of the nutmeg seed. Its flavor is similar to nutmeg, but more delicate. It's used to flavor baked goods, meat, fish, vegetables, and also beer, apparently. Oh, interesting. Huh. So th- yeah. that is not what's causing the spice, then? No. I guess not. So, I mean, maybe it's maybe it's the cinnamon. I mean, it, it, it could be the cinnamon, depending on how they put it in there. But overall, yeah, a really solid beer. I'd probably give this... Probably a, on the on the new untapped scale, a 4.1. Oh, I was going to guess you're going to do 4.2. So what did you give the best pumpkin beer you've ever had? Um, the Voodoo Ranger, which I have not been able to find. And I've had my eye out. I believe I rated that a 4.5. And, okay. and I rated the other one that I had in North Carolina a 4.25. So this would be the third best pumpkin beer I've ever had. And Wow. And, and you rated you rate it a 4.1. So Two. A, a 4.1 or 4.2? 4.1. Okay, so a 4 on... Overrated at a 4.2. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the way you're talking about it, it sounded like a 4.2 to me. So so this would be like a 4 on conventional untapped. Correct. All right. Now, what do you think the untapped universe thinks of it? Can we call it the untapped universe, by the way? 4.12. Oh, man. 4.11. Damn wow. it. We almost had it. <laughs> One of these days. <laughs> Yeah, so apparently everybody, you were right on. You were right on, yeah. 4.1, yeah, you were right on. That's all. That's the voice of the people here. I am Todd, voice of the people. (laughs) I really like Firefly Hollow. I mean, I think that's a brewery that like generally gets overlooked when you're talking Connecticut breweries. Oh, definitely. Because I know they're Coneflakes and I've had their like lizard breath and things of that nature. Like I, I really enjoyed both of them a lot. And their brewery is pretty badass, too. I mean, it's in an old warehouse. It's kind of off the beaten path. Um, You go in there, they have giant Jenga and giant board games, and everything's set up on, like, old... Giant what? Jumbling Tower? Giant board games? Giant Jumbling Tower? They might have Giant Jumbling Tower. Oh, okay. And Giant giant Connect 4. Um, And every all their tables are, like, giant, like, old spindles and that type of stuff. So it's a really cool cool place to go grab a beer. Um, I was actually talking with Caitlin t- tonight about how we haven't been there in a while, so... Uh, might have to definitely take a uh, swing through and try out some of these creamer series beers. Yeah, they sound right up my alley. I like those like lactose fruit beers and stuff like that. Those are really good. Southern Gris was really good about that. I am still shocked with how filtered this is, mm. given that it's supposed to have lactose in it. Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit of haze to it, but not not too bad. Yeah, nothing crazy. Yeah, cool, awesome. Oh, oh no, it's bats. <laughs> We got bats in the studio, guys. <laughs> no, it's it's my mailbag. Time, could, time to burn fails. the studio to the ground. Can't you tell? Now that our <laughs> now that our lips are properly moistened, right? Um, we can kiss open that mailbag. Right. I, f- I feel like mine are too slippery. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> They're too slippery now. Oh yeah, yours. Yes. Okay. I, I, you I can't pick... even make proper words anymore. <laughs> I'm picking up what you put down. <laughs> All right, yeah, we got a couple, a uh, couple uh, emails. I mean, regular mails that we want to go through. Um, so the first, we'll we'll just start off 
we've made a, a new enemy of the pod. So, oh, we we have. Yeah, we have. Blevin's not alone. Um, good. Bring him on. Yeah, Blevin, and then whatever her name was from like Stony Creek. Yeah. Oh, yes. Stony <laughs> Creek. <laughs> Stony Creek is the permanent en- enemy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so we made another one, um, and it's thanks to the antics of Tud. Um, but Stephen King wrote in. Um, oh, no, <laughs> <laughs> that's not an enemy who I would want to have. I'm glad that I live many more states away than Tud. <laughs> Bring it on, Mister King. Uh, so he said, "Good evening, DAWF podcast. Uh, more specifically, Tud. I will have you know that my books and movies are plenty scary." I have a feeling that you are actually a big baby and that if I showed up at your house at 3 a.m., it would be the best thing that has ever happened to you. Sincerely, Stephen King. So, um, wait, 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 hang on. Is Stephen King hitting on Todd? I don't know. There's so many mixed <laughs> messages going on here. Because <laughs> that's the vibe I got. Yeah. I just got the idea that if Stephen King was, was Todd's booty call, it would be the best <laughs> night of his life. Well, he did. He's called him Big Baby, which you know. At first, you're like, "Oh, he's a giant child," but maybe he's like, "Hey, Big Baby," you know? Right. Oh, Big Baby, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so um, uh, that's that classic suspenseful tone of Stephen King that we all know. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, Tud. I mean, looks like you have a new enemy or booty call option. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, which one we don't know yet. Yeah, um, and you could tell it's really him because his email is Stephen King Stephen King hates Tud at gmail dot com. So I mean, it, it's <laughs> yeah, clearly it's, the clearly the original. Yeah, the, it, anybody that's knowledgeable about Stephen King uh, knows that it, that's his uh, personal email. So um, and then let me see. Moving on from oh, we go to Tud's other booty call. Um, his wife. <laughs> 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 permanent booty call Cur- current booty say. call um, yeah so she sent us a pretty cool article and Tud do you want to take it from there since since what Chris I don't know I was going to say since she, it's your wife <laughs> but <laughs> yeah sure I'll, I will take it from there so the article is titled DUI suspect swore he hadn't been drinking researchers found his body produced alcohol Basically, a North Carolina man was pulled over on suspicion of drunk driving, and the police didn't believe him when he said that he hadn't had anything to drink. Um, the man, who was in his late 40s at the time, refused to take a breathalyzer test and was taken to the hospital, where he was found to have a blood alcohol level of 0.2%, uh, you know, or two times, 2.5 times over the legal limit. The equivalent of drinking 10 drinks in an hour. <laughs> Damn. Sounds like a good night. So, so despite him being uh, he resisting the ER or the hospital staff, too, the doctors didn't believe him either that he hadn't been drinking. But researchers at the Richmond University Medical Center eventually discovered that the man was telling the truth. He wasn't downing beers or cocktails. Instead, there was yeast in his gut that was likely converting carbs into the uh, in the food that he ate into alcohol. In other words, his body was brewing beer. <laughs> That's so bizarre. Uh, it's a condition called the auto brewery system or ABS. Also wow. known as gut fermentation syndrome. So basically, this guy had a brewery in his stomach. I wonder uh, how that beer would have tasted. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Can you imagine just walking around being drunk all the time? No. I wonder if he even is drunk. Like, Well, he got pulled over for a reason. So True. Right. Yeah, yeah I mean, Obviously, true. the cops suspected he was drunk. So I imagine he was probably swerving. So 
all right, so let me get this. So let's let's say you met this guy. Is he just in a perpetual state of drunkenness? So you just think that he's just an idiot all the time? Or you just think that he's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how does he go through life? Well, I don't know if maybe it it's maybe it's not like constantly brewing beer. Like maybe he has like a big like carby meal. He eats a lot of bread or something. Mm. And then it gets like a temporary, temporarily higher, you know, maybe he just recently ingested some yeast that started brewing some some beer in there. I don't know. <laughs> I have a feeling this guy wasn't like this his whole life. But with, without knowing any more details, you know, who knows? But It's just so weird. It, it, is, it is weird. I mean, I'm reading a little bit on it, and it says that, um, you know, even right now, apparently it's something that, I don't know, it's like it's going to be with him forever. It's not like you can take a pill and, like, it'll be gone, you know? Kill all the yeast. Yeah. I mean, he does take certain precautions, and it helps. Um, but if he stops taking those precautions, then it's the same thing. Um, and you know, he can, he can eat pizza again, it says in here. <laughs> so, um, but no, that's really interesting. And I'm reading there's, it's very rarely diagnosed, um, because clearly, you know, maybe, I don't know if you're a happy drunk, maybe, you know, you just, oh man, that person's always happy. I wonder why. Um, but there's been a couple <laughs> cases. There was a 61 year old man who seemed to be drunk all the time. And then he was diagnosed. And then a woman in upstate New York actually had a DUI dismissed um, after presenting evidence she had the condition. So really, really weird and interesting. Yeah, I'm reading a little bit more in this article, too. And it says that this guy started having this situation after taking antibiotics for a thumb in injury. Hmm. And it took three years to diagnose. Damn. Wow. That's pretty wild. So, so he was perpetually drunk for three straight years. Imagine the money you would save if you didn't have to drink for three years. Well, not have to drink. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, right? Like, I just wish that there was a pill you could take to instantly sober up. Wouldn't that be cool? If you were like, you know, take a pill, and then all of a sudden your ABV goes to zero. That'd be that'd be pretty sweet. Like, drink as much yeah. as you want, and then, oh, take a pill, and now you're good to drive. Science, what are you doing? Gotta what are you working on, on right now? Let's, there seems there's got to be a way to re -in, or like reverse engineer what's going on in him into a pill that can make you sober. Well, I mean, it seems like it's a lot easier to make alcohol than to get it out of your blood. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it, maybe you make a fire pill, and then what happens is when you swallow it, it burns all the burns all the alcohol burns up. all the alcohol up right away. It turns you into a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to have one fiery burp to be sobered, would you do it? <laughs> I mean, does the hangover go away too? Um, undisclosed. <laughs> you just are at zero ABV. Probably not then. Okay. It right. sounds dangerous. So I think mean, I would there's, burn my house down. There's people, there are fire eaters out there, so I guess like it can't be too bad. Yeah, you, you should try it. They make, they survive. Yeah, so. that's true. They make it. But yeah, interesting article. I liked it. That's the kind of, I mean, that's some of the stuff that we like here at Drinking Alone with Friends. So if you have any cool articles like that, send them over. All right. So I guess it's time to close that mailbag for now. And um, yeah, one, one final comment to uh, for Stephen King to go fuck himself. So. Oh, there you go. <laughs> All right. With that. <laughs> as, as, with, as with everybody who steps up to Tud, that's what they get told. Yeah. And that 3 a.m. mystery, we'll find out. <laughs> yes, keep sending them in. We got a few that in the in the bag, so we'll uh, we'll probably hit it up again maybe next week or the week after. So yeah, hit that dawfpodcast at gmail.com. 
but in the meantime, I have a fun game I thought we might want to play. Do you guys want to return back to beer trivia? Ooh, beer trivia. Sure. Yeah. Well, As I have we recall, a, I have I'm up a, like a million to nothing. I have a fun twist on it. Actually, I think it's we're tied one to one. I think you've both lost one. Mm-hmm. I don't remember losing. I remember winning, but. <laughs> See, and I don't remember losing. I only remember winning, so. Okay. So we're each one and oh. So I remember you both losing, so. <laughs> so I have a, a fun twist on it this time, though. Instead of beer trivia, I figured we'd mix it up and do liquor trivia. Ooh. I win. Mm. Yeah, I'm not going to do great um, on this one, I feel. <laughs> I think, I think like, I'll do okay. Ted wins. Um, I'm not going to tell you guys now because I don't want any cheating involved, but I'll, I'll share the source for all this trivia after afterwards. Okay. So, um, Can you just text it over to me right now, though, so I can win all the questions? Yeah. All right. So by order of random coin toss, I have determined that Tud is going to go first here. Rigged. Woohoo. All right. So, Tud, rye is made of corn, barley, malt, and rye. What is the minimum percentage of rye? that you can have for it to legally be called rye. Fifty-one percent. Correct. Damn it, I knew that right. <laughs> Tud is up one to nothing. Alright, Chris. Dun, 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 dun. What gives Scotch its signature smoky flavor? I know this one. Can I steal it if he gets it wrong? Wait, can we set this rule now before he answers? That's how we played last time, didn't we? Yeah, it is. I have a lot of multiple choice questions on here. So yeah, I'll let you guys I'll let you guys guess okay. two redemption rounds. Sure, why not? Alright, I'm gonna say the malted barley. Alright, Tud to Damn steal it fuck. and go up to nothing. <laughs> Pete. It is. It's the it's the peat smoke, so it gives it that smoky flavor. There's a reason I gave Ooh. it to Chris, because I knew Tud knew that one, so I wanted oh. to give Tud a sh- Chris a shot. Well, I knew the other one. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Oh, you know what I totally forgot before we started here is to, um, I need I need a little sample of some, some Jeopardy music. We had Tud do it last time. Chris, can I get your sample of the Jeopardy, the Jeopardy song? All right. Well, uh, we'll have to edit that, edit that in appropriately. <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> as I give, as I give Chris more work. Well, I also added in the dun dun dun. dun so, That's true. So. Yeah. All right, Tud. Dun dun dun. dun. <laughs> what does vodka mean in Russian? Is it A. Little water. B. Water of life. C. Drink of the motherland. Or D. Crazy water. I'm so glad that I took eight years of Russian and now I speak it fluently. So, Chris, you're screwed. I'm going to go with C. C, drink of the motherland. That is yes. incorrect. Damn it. Chris, for the steal, is it? I feel like you don't know how to speak Russian, so how are you? you're not an authority. To I'm going to say, uh, say B. Which water of life. Water of life. Incorrect. Damn it. It is A, little water. Damn it. That was like definitely in my top three guesses. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we still are up, Tud, two to nothing. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Um, question for Chris. 
This is dun, 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 dun. from right, right in your backyard here. Oh, good. Or your old former backyard. A Baptist minister first made bourbon in Bourbon County, Kentucky. And um, bourbon actually took the name of the county, not vice versa. Interesting. Fun fact. Hmm. Um, what year was that first bourbon made? Was it A, 1722, B, 1789, C, 1832, or D, 1851? I'm going to say C. C, 1832. That is incorrect. Tied for the steal. <laughs> so your options are A, 1722, B, 1789, or D, 1851. I'm going to go with... D. Also incorrect. B, 1789 was was the answer. And really, the, the trivia I wanted to get in here was that the bourbon was named for the county and not vice versa, but I didn't know how to make that into a question. So, <laughs> <laughs> No, that is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I can't believe it's that old. I know, right? Uh, I guess it makes sense, but not older than America, but pretty close. All right. How, how are you guys' martini knowledge? I have two martini questions coming at you. And uh, martini. the first one goes to Todd. What is added to a martini to make it into a Gibson? Is it A, an olive, B, a dash of Tabasco sauce, C, a salted rim, or D, a miniature onion? Or E, a guitar pick. <laughs> yeah, or... Well, yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say, if I want to make a Gibson, I usually add a guitar to it. Yeah. Um, shit. That's incorrect. What are the options again? <laughs> olive, Tabasco, salted rim, or miniature onion. Well, I think olives come in a normal martini, so that's out. I'm going to go miniature onion. That is correct. Damn it. No. <laughs> All right. I didn't know it, but I was probably going to guess that, so. All right. Todd is up three nothing. All right, Chris, get it together here. Listen, this is this is not my trivia game. <laughs> a martini made with tequila is called what? A A, a Suarez martini. B, an Ernesto. C, an illegal substitution or D, a tequini. <laughs> I like the last one. I'm going to say A. That is incorrect. Damn it. As far as martini, incorrect. All right. So the options are B and Ernesto, C and illegal substitution, or D, a tequini. I'm going to call it an Ernesto. No, it's a tequini. Oh, wow. Nope. Oh, damn that it. Yeah. That sure was fake. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're getting into the trickier rounds here. Well, Screw it. From now on, I'm still calling it an Ernesto. Okay. You got to go into a bar and order that. And then when they don't know, be like, you don't know an Ernesto? It's an it's, a, it's like an illegal substitution, but without <laughs> the salt. No. All right. Um, we have a few true or false questions here. All right. Here we go. Um, unfortunately, there's no stealing on this round. No, that's not no, no. no, it's perfect. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Do you guys want to play with stealing or no, no stealing? No, no, no. no stealing. Okay, I can steal, but Tud can't. <laughs> All right. So, Tud, true or false? Winston Churchill's father created the original Manhattan cocktail. Uh, uh, this seems like something I should say true to, so I'm going to do that. False. It's actually Winston Churchill's mother was the one who created it. Uh, false. <laughs> false, Alex. <laughs> 
What is false? Who is false? How? How? How did she create it? Yeah. By mixing the ingredients in a Manhattan and calling it. So how did it get called? Why isn't it called a London? Why is it called a Manhattan? I think one of Winston Churchill's parents was an American, but I'm not sure. I could be making that up. So maybe. Okay. So clearly they had been to Manhattan. So Or a Halifax or something like that. Or like name another. Or Heliax. Name another UK city. Edmonton. Both of those are Canadian, but. um, (laughs) All right. True or false, Chris. Before he was president, Ulysses S. Grant sold liquor. His 1833 liquor license is displayed at the Oscar Gates Museum of Whiskey History. True. False. Abraham yeah. Lincoln was the president who sold liquor before he was president. That's yeah. oh, what's well, Ulysses S. Grant was a general, and then he became president. Yeah. Here in presidential facts. All right. I knew he was a president. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, give me that. That's one point. All right. <laughs> Ulysses S. Grant. He was president. <laughs> last, last presidential question here. Okay. True or false? All right. George Washington was his country's first large distiller. True. That is correct. In 1798, his distillery at Mount Vernon produced 11,000 gallons of whiskey. Damn. Okay. So good. So good at liquor trivia. So you're up <laughs> and beer trivia. Up to four, four nothing right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to come back. Here we go. Last question for all of the marbles. To get on the board, Chris, what is the strongest alcohol any alcoholic beverage can be? Is it A, 151 proof, B, 170 proof, C, 190 proof, or D, 200 proof? Um, oof. I've seen a lot of 151 proof stuff, but I don't know if that's... I mean, you can't drink straight alcohol. I don't think that's allowed. I'm going to say B... 170 proof. That's a good guess, but the... Uh, oh, well, it's, that's Ooh. incorrect. Stud for the final steal. 200 proof. Um, incorrect. A. Two, 200 proof would be 100% alcohol, but the strongest any alcohol beverage can be is about 190 proof. That's mm-hmm. about 95% alcohol. At higher proof, the alcohol draws moisture from the air and self-dilutes. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. So this is from alcoholproblemsandsolutions.org. <laughs> would you tr- would you try 190 proof alcohol if somebody had it in front of you? I mean, if uh, for free? No. <laughs> if it was like a Patreon bonus tier or something, but like 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 you let's say you didn't have to pay for it. Like let's say like somebody had a bottle of it. No, I would. They were just, I would not. No, they were just like they appeared in your apartment or your house think, or whatever. And I don't like, think it's like a. That's like. A, a pleasurable experience anymore like well i know 151 is not a pleasurable yeah. experience and that's pr- it's pretty much the highest alcohol you can like you know buy legally i think i don't think you can just go to a store and buy anything higher than 151 mm-hmm. yeah i don't but like, no, i think grain alcohol is stronger is grain i thought grain was 151 um let me google that but i just don't like if somebody appeared in my house magically and was like hey i have 190 proof alcohol would you like to try it i think i'd be like no please leave my house yeah a grain alcohol is bottled at 120, 151, and 190 proof. Oh, so you can buy it at 150. Ugh. Yeah. Could you imagine? I Ugh. just feel like it burns. Like 151 burns. Right? Oh, my God. No, I don't think so. <laughs> this is a quote from the Wikipedia page on Everclear. It says, due to its market prevalence and high alcohol content, the product has become iconic with a, quote, notorious reputation in popular culture. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was that was liquor trivia. Clearly, 
Chris has got to hit the books, study up yeah. on, on liquor trivia. There's a lot more fun facts that I wasn't able to turn into trivia questions uh-huh. on the page. So check it out. It'll be in the show notes. Um, impress your friends with all of your liquor knowledge. Yeah, definitely not my strong suit. But And so with that, it's time to fill up our frosty mug of wisdom with today's advice, hacks, tips, tricks, cheat codes, etc. We tell you things that you should know. Um, and to start, I'm going to hand it over to Todd. Perfect. Thank you. I, I'm going to pull an audible at the very last second here. And my handle is going to be Mario Kart for your iPhone or Android telephone. Basically, Mario Kart for your smartphone. This is a new game? Yes. Nintendo released a an app uh, for phones for Mario Kart. Um, you play it with one hand. You just... The cart automatically accelerates. You just steer by you know, swiping your finger left or right on the screen. Um, and you race against, I, I believe it's actual humans, but that's because they have real names. Hmm. So that's what I'm assuming. But it's it's completely free to play. Uh, they're, they're, you can use real money to buy different carts and stuff. But so far, I haven't run into a situation where I've needed to buy anything in order to win or be competitive. And you can, you can continue to race for as long as you want. It's, there's no, like lives or time limit i don't like yeah those yeah, are or number of races before you have to like wait for additional time so you can just go and just play mario kart completely for free on your phone so is there ads no no ads no ads interesting yes it's it's been a lot of fun um i really enjoy mario kart in general mm. uh, i don't own mario kart for the switch which i realized today is probably a mistake i probably should buy that uh but mario kart for your phone it's a lot of fun, and it's really cool to play Mario on the go, and it's really cool to be able to play with one hand. So you, you know, if you happen to be doing something else with the other hand, you can still be playing Mario Kart with the other hand. All right, I'll keep that nice. in mind next time I'm washing dishes with one hand <laughs> and have a free hand to play Mario. Well, Kart there you go. With. So, Ted, what, who's your uh, who's your driver of choice? Uh, currently, my driver of choice is Toad because he's the fastest. And I, I have a logistics question here. So. Like, normally when you pick a Mario Kart, you can have more than one person pick the same driver. But if you're matched up with random people, how do, are there, like, eight Bowsers in there? Or does it give you a random driver? How does it work? I don't... I've I've seen a few, like, repeat drivers. Okay. So, you, so you're, you're going to have multiple drivers on the same track. Got yeah. Mm. Obert, who's your go-to driver on Mario Kart? Um, I think I'm, I'm a, like a Yoshi, typically. Yoshi's my go-to. Yeah. Yeah, me too. My go-to is usually Baby Mario. But I haven't unlocked him yet in this game, so I choose the lightest driver and I go with Toad. Download this right now. Maybe I'll there beat we go Toad one day. All right, I'm going to hand the mug over to Ober. Go ahead. All right. So this handle this week comes proxy via Jason from last week's episode. You know, we talked about. Wait, was that? I guess that was two weeks ago. The Halloween movies. No, we it's talked about it last episode. Last last episode. Yeah. We talked about Halloween movies and... Yeah, where oh, he sent his... Li- right. We, he sent his giant list. Right. right. Yeah, because that was a follow-up to the Halloween email. Okay, so this is the yep. third week in a row we're talking about Halloween emails, Halloween movies. And he said that, yes, Drag Me to Hell was on his list. And he sent over to us his top 100 favorite scary movies. And upon a further investigation from Ted, we found out that uh, how he tracks and rates all of his movies is on a website slash app called letterboxd l-e-t-t-e-r-b-o-x-d and it's missing an e it's missing an e like untapped (laughs) and if you are someone like me who's always like 
you know, there's so many good movies out there that you want to see, but you can never like remember them when it comes time to sit down and watch a movie. Um, or you want to track what movies you like, or just find out what movies your friends like. Letterboxd may be the right website for you. It's like Goodreads. I don't know if either of you have used that app, but it's like you go in, you log in, you write, recommend, you have your ratings for your different movies, and then it will recommend new stuff to you. Is Goodreads for like books? For books, yeah. It's like Letterboxd, but for books. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I'm I'm going to sign up for an account here and friend Jason. Um, Jason's handle on Letterboxd, which he wanted us all to share with you, is JasonM2425. This guy, like I said, is seriously has one of the best taste in movies of anybody I know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, absolutely. search him out, follow him. Uh, he he has some some he like has some weird tastes. I won't lie, but um, if you're looking for more indie stuff to get into for movies or more classics, Jason loves the classics. Uh, he's got tons and tons, hundreds and hundreds of movies reviewed on there. Um, search him out, and once I get an account set up, maybe I'll put in the the show notes my my thing so you can friend me. Yeah, perfect. I was thinking about doing it too, but then I realized that I just watched like Jurassic Park over and over again, or. <laughs> Or like Moana. I've seen Moana like 200 times. So, you know. Well, you have to rate it 200 times then. <laughs> yeah. It's still Something, it's about, still something about tropical islands. That's all Chris Watson movies. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, so Chris, why don't you top us off here? Fill up this, this mug. All right. So mine is a very simple handle that I recently, I knew about, but I never actually put into practice. And it has to do with my phone. Um, so I have a Google Pixel 2, so this will probably not work for most of the people with iPhones, um, but if you too have iPhones, so chime in. But what I can do is I can group my apps on my home screen, so I can put like all of my games together, all of my fantasy football apps together, and it makes it so it's nice and nice and I have one screen, so no, no swiping it. Oh, I swipe that way, but no swiping anymore. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm, I'll, I'm making eye contact with Todd over here. Like, <laughs> is is Chris really talking about making folders on his phone and that being a handle? Yes, pretty sure he's making folders as a handle. Hundred percent. I don't know. iPhone has had this since like like iPhone four. Okay, so to be fair, my phones have been able to do it in the past. I just have never done it until like right now. So 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 your handles organize your apps. Yes, a hundred percent. Um, and It'll put them in these better. cool little things. So like all my social media is right there. Boom. Can we like? disqualify a handle has that ever been done fantasy football I've, right. I've called bs on handles before never one of chris's <laughs> <laughs> like i don't know this is this is revolutionary to me like all of my stuff is on one screen now that's pretty cool but like you knew that this was possible beforehand yeah but i never used it so and i bet you uh, i bet you that there's quite a few people out there that don't do this so everybody should do it it makes it a lot easier and where, what folder do you put your like DAWF podcast app? In? Well, I have I have my own podcast app. Chris, I noticed that in one of your folders you have you still have a uh, Pint Pass downloaded. Yes, that's in my social media folder. You do know that Pint Pass has been like discontinued, right? Uh, I d- I never used it, so no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I figured as much. How was it going to make any money? But but yeah, so there you go. Organize your apps. Put them in these cool little bubbles that you can click on. Makes it a hell of a lot easier. So still listen, this is what you get. <laughs> I've been so pumped for this for like a week. <laughs> I wish I had like, some, some crickets to add some studio effects. <laughs> sounds. 
Yeah. Like, yeah, I just I, I just downloaded Mario Kart, and like, boom, look, it's in my games app, or my games folder, or whatever, bubble, whatever you want to call them. But it's pretty cool. I like it. So... I just love the idea that Chris was mesmerized by this. Uh. Over, I, I gotta, like... It's 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 good. That's I just it. want to disqualify it. Oh, you can't, so fine. There you go. Boom. We can vote vote to the tribunal. All right, listeners, All right. if you think that was a legit handle, write in. If you think that was crap, also let us know. <laughs> we'll let the audience decide. Maybe we okay, should make that a poll fine. question on our Instagram. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. With I our... think that we'll get, to the, we'll get to the bottom that way. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty cool. So uh, that's this, I'm, I'm, this is where you say, I'm, and so with that. No, I'm I'm like legitimately like speechless at the moment. I, I like I like, said, I need crickets because we just got to <laughs> fill this dead air with some sort of yeah. sound because it's like, uh, what do you what do you say to making folders? I don't <laughs> Wait, so you guys have your guys's phones are like that? You just you drag like- two icons together, and it makes a it makes a folder with the milf in it. I know yes. how to I know how to do it, but like Did you even you got, did you describe to our audience how to do it? No. I don't know. That you just did. You did good. <laughs> like like my phone's been organized in into folders. Since like two thousand eight. Nope. Yeah. Two thousand twenty is the year of for most of these people. Yeah, like it's like it's never even been like a thought like, oh, how cool is this? It's just been like It's oh, cool. Like my social media, you know, apps are all in the same folder. Yeah. Well, now, look, now I know where to find Pint Pass. I can go in there and I can get rid of it. Boom. Uninstall. Bam. Uninstalled. Because I knew exactly where it was I, in the social I, media bubble. Just uh, we, got, we got to move on from this. The the podcast should literally just end right now. Like, it just should be like, there should be nothing else. It should just end. Like, hit outro music, go. Okay. Thank thank you to those breweries that provided today's beers. Um, also, I guess thank Samsung for creating folders. As well as Apple, that's um, Google. I think it's Android. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so thanks, thanks Google. Um, I'm gonna thank Firefly Hollow Brewing Company for their pumpkin spice creamer ale. I'm gonna thank uh, McKellar Brewing for their beer geek brunch. And I want to thank Flying Fish for their XPA. Please make sure you're going on the social media and liking us everywhere at DAWF Podcast. Also, make sure you're hashtag following the email at DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you're sending over your questions, your comments, your concerns, general thoughts. Uh, tell us what you had for breakfast on Monday morning. Uh, Obert would love to hear that. Uh, well, it's, also send it's them- Thursday when they're listening to this. They don't remember. Who remembers what they had for breakfast? No, I want, but I want, I want their Monday morning breakfast. Okay. And I want a recipe on how to make it, too. <laughs> So, like if it's toast, like put to- put bread into toaster oven. Hit start. I want to know that. Uh, make sure you're using our Amazon affiliate link. None of us used an Amazon item today. So, anyways, make sure you're still using that. Also, make sure you're going on our Patreon. If you if you happen to donate five dollars a month, Chris will do a live video with you teaching you how to make folders on your phone. <laughs> yeah, that that works. That's fine. <laughs> And so with that, my name is Todd. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. I, I still have no words. Like, I, I, feel, I feel like like the next handle should be like, touch, like, unlock your phone. Or even better, hey, we have facial ID. You guys heard of the Siri, Siri character? <laughs> you, you ever heard of Alexa? I have, I have an Alexa. I don't use her very often, though.